0: I think this podcast thing is going to start to grow on us, and we'll we'll figure we'll figure it out, and we'll adapt along the way. Would you agree?
1: We're trying. That's <laughs> all we can do, right? We're
0: trying. Oh my gosh! Well, it is November first as we record episode three, and we've just wrapped up a crazy month of October, which I'm sure we're going to talk more about that in a podcast in the future.
1: Yes. Right? Probably multiples, just because it was so jam-packed for
0: eight days. Yeah, it was nuts. It was absolutely insane. But we um, were plugging along and we're working on episode three, really which kind of goes back in time, which seems like a long time ago, but
1: really it was only about two years ago. I mean, it feels, I mean, it was the right before COVID, like official COVID, right? Yeah, right
0: before the official COVID. So again, I guess this February would mark three years since you and I met in person. Our three,
1: our three year anniversary.
0: Three year anniversary. And I told you this before that I, I feel like there's some value in telling the story of how we met um, for our viewers, but also kind of for us to reflect later down down the line because it's crazy, I think overall, not new to social media, but the Instagram platform was yes. something that I was never really on until 2019. So joining Instagram and starting to kind of network with other industry professionals like yourself has led us
1: to where we are today, right? Yeah, it's it's crazy to think. I mean, you came in uh, on was a this, Saturday evening at Chicago Auto Pros.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we're we're gonna just dive right in and kind of get into this, but I yeah. I want to set the tone for um for how all of that happened at Chicago Auto Pros, but specifically before the Chicago Auto Pros training, I had sent you a direct message on your Instagram, yeah, consulting with you a little bit about a big sanding project, um. Naturally, I've been buffing and detailing for a long time, and I've been sanding for a long time too, mm-hmm. but never really have taken full sands under my belt. It's not sure. my arena, that's your arena, you're the sandman. Yeah. So before I dove head first into that, I consulted with you, and I just said, hey Jason, and I don't remember the specifics, but it was something to the tune of, I'm gonna use this sandpaper, mm-hmm. I'm gonna use this approach, I'm using these products, I'm using these pads, and your reply to me, from what I remember, was very, very short, but it was kind of like, that's exactly what yeah. I would use you're, and you're how I would of, do it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you you were kind of on the right path. So I'm like, okay, here we go. And I was like, is this really true? Like, how does
0: how this even make sense that, you know, the like, shot in the dark, I know what I'm doing, but kind of just... You know, using another industry professional's kind of picking his brain and figuring out is—is is this the right approach? You definitely consulted me and said, "Hey, dude, I think you're on the right path." So, um, leading up to the Chicago Auto Pros training, this—they uh, had a two-day event that I originally was supposed to attend. Mm-hmm. But um, I was supposed to be out of town for a snowmobiling trip. That's right. And and the snowmobiling trip had gotten canceled because of the temperatures. The The snow was starting to melt. Oh, okay. So in the 11th <laughs> hour, I had contacted Greg from Chicago Auto Pros and asked Greg. I was like, Greg, would it be okay if I came for just one day and not the two-day training? And Greg was a gentleman about it, and he was like, you know, he said if if – I don't think it would be good because the class is already booked, but why don't you come to the training after hours when we're done mm. and kind of mingle and hang out with everybody. I was like, well, that's even, that's even better. I, yeah. don't, have to, yeah. I don't have to pay. Yeah, I, I could just show up and kind of hang out with everybody. So I think that worked out really cool. And when I got to Chicago Auto Pros, I, before I even found you, I bumped into someone that I knew from the past. And at the time, I think you actually were coming into the room I was, to have a, yeah. a beer or something. I think I was grabbing
1: it. a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you're like, hey, Maddie. <laughs> so we got to talking about um, about the project. And I remember the first words out of your mouth was, how did the yellow Corvette standing project go? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was, I think that's, that's really where it all started um, with a, a simple instagram message, message. Sure. um and and aside from that really just connecting at chicago auto pros was super super cool
1: uh, well yeah yeah and then i i took you out back in the garage and we just started throwing down some sanding and buffing
0: that's right we didn't waste any time you're we like hey let's go let's go no. pick up some sandpaper so i i feel like at that time without really like knowing you on a personal level yeah. it was super cool that it was after hours it's like 7 p.m. You had been working and training all day, and now it's like some of the fun can start. There's a little bit more relaxed tone in the room,
1: and you're just like, hey, let's go. Let's go keep singing. Oh, dude, and and I was smoked, like yeah. completely smoked. Sure. And we'll get to that later because that's part of the story too. But I'm like, uh, hey, you want to take me back to the hotel? You're like, yeah, sure. That's and, That's uh, right. You're, you were like, hey, you want to go for a nightcap at the hotel? I'm like, yeah, sure, totally. And the bar was closed, remember? I do remember
0: that. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I think the woman that was running the bar allowed us to kind of get last call. Yeah. And hang out. Like, she's yeah. like, oh, and I was like, I'm like, oh, you know, so I, I don't remember if we bought one or two beers, but we kind of sat in the lobby there after the bar closed and kind of just chit-chatted for a while because, you know, I, I think when you guys, when I first got to know a little bit about you and your background and your past, I was instantly drawn uh, into that because of the training component. And Mm -hmm. we're gonna talk a lot more about my background and and all the stuff that I've done in the past uh, in future episodes, but, Mm -hmm. you know, training has always been a big part of what I have done in my career with detailing, even on maybe a smaller level than the advanced stuff that you were doing, because as a product sales guy, you know, you're always trying to educate people about the products that you're selling, Yeah. but you're also trying to listen to your clients and understand some of their pains. And so I, because I was always detail oriented, you know, I always had a lot of clients that trusted me that would come to me with their problems and say, Mm -hmm. "Hey, Mm -hmm. this sucks or this isn't working, what do we do about this? And so, you know, sometimes you don't have the answer,
1: right? A lot of times you don't have the answer. I mean, we know that now, you know, going into it for, you know, a couple of years now that a lot of times we don't have the answer, uh-huh. you know, so you have to call and, and chat with someone that that's on the same page as you or, or, or even higher level and say, Hey, this is what I'm looking at. Right. What, what do you think I should do or what, how should I approach this? So, sure, I mean, sure. It, it's like. Great doctors always talk to other great doctors on sure. consulting with a, you know, a patient. So, yep. you know, in detailing is not any, anything different. So,
0: no, no. And I think so, you know, kind of um, finding you on Instagram, messaging you on Instagram, then connecting with you in person. Uh, it didn't take long for, you know, you and I to kind of realize that we had a lot of commonalities, similarities. Sure. Yeah, and things that we were passionate about and and a, a lot of the our ideas really aligned, aligned yeah and um, you know it was it was super super cool to, to connect because at that time um, I know some of our viewers have seen some of the trainings that we've done at Chicago auto Recon training Institute and my friend Anthony that owns that building and that business he was a, a longtime customer of mine and when he bought that building and it being across the street from the high school him and i had been talking about kind of trying to put together a training program Mm -hmm. more geared towards uh younger high school students Mm -hmm. that you know are uh not sure if they want to go to college because that's kind of how i got started in automotive was you know being in the work program of high school and i was able to get out of school early and go work for the local car dealership and You know the that that was the universe's plan for me was to not go to college and just stay the course in automotive and you know fast forward all these years you know here we are and it's been really cool to look back at the story and then connect with someone like you to take it to the next level which we're trying to do with our podcasts and our trainings and all the stuff that we're doing so um it didn't take long for you and i to connect on that level especially talking about the training, you're like, Hey, this is my arena. You know, yeah. I travel the world, you know, yeah. teaching people how to do this stuff. So I feel there was a, a really, really good mesh. And so that was, that was day one when I met you over at uh, the Chicago auto pros. And then I actually, it, we had so much fun that first night that the second night I came back uh, to Chicago Auto Pros at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, That's right. And then, and then, picked. You know, you came back with me to my little workshop, and we did some sanding in the shop, and yeah. we had dinner here and stuff yeah. like that. And we think that you may have had oh, COVID.
1: I guarantee you, I did because everybody at Chicago Auto Pros was sick. We don't know why. You know, I'm talking to Jason Arness of Chicago Pros, he got super sick. Yeah. And a couple of their, the attendees, and, and I was, I, I think I hacked up a lung. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so, you know, we're in your kitchen, and I felt bad for Andrea, your wife, you know, this strange cuckoo's coughing up a lung in my kitchen, you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then and then I asked you to drag me to the airport early in the crack dawn early morning, because I had to go to Toronto with Funkenhauser up in Canada. Right. um so i'm you know and, and then i got an uber you right you get you got me an uber to go back to the hotel and
0: that's I said, right i that's yeah. right from here from the house yeah i got you an uber from the house back to the hotel which wasn't that far maybe 10
1: miles no, no it was fine but you know and then you picked me up like you said you were on time uh like 4 30 in the morning or something stupid yeah Yep. Which yeah. now knowing I know that you're not a morning person so for you <laughs> to pick up a complete stranger essentially with covid uh probably and take him to the airport was uh, pretty endearing to me, you know, and, yeah. and I appreciate that.
0: Oh, it's great. Well, and for our viewers, for everybody that's watching, the I think uh later I remember sitting at the dinner table with you myself and my wife and we were we were eating i had made like a pasta dish that night and i remember you coughing like Mm -hmm. like non-stop yeah just non-stop yeah Yeah. and i i remember in my head at the moment thinking like gosh is he okay like should i say something (laughs) like does he need you know some type of medicine or something you know but i'm like i'm like well Dinner's almost over. He's not going to be here much longer. And I remember after you getting in the Uber, telling my wife, I'm like, man, I hope the guy's okay. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> you know? and I hope I, he's not going
0: to die. I, you know? I call and my then, wife, Megan,
1: at like three in the morning and she picks up, she's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I think I'm going to die.
0: Oh my <laughs> you gosh. Know?
1: And I'm like, what do I do? Do I go home or do I go train up in Canada? I mean, right. I, I, you know, and this was all before COVID was actually COVID. Correct. So nobody knew what was going on. No. Um, so no. I was I was not feeling good. I was not I was under the weather. Yep. I flew into Toronto, and Chris Funkenhauser like, dude, you don't look good. I'm like, dude, I don't feel good. He's <laughs> like, don't worry, let's go to the pharmacy. We got some good drugs up here in Canada, and I I took some whatever like Canadian Sudafed, like a bunch of it, and uh, we bought a bottle of Crown and Coke, and I literally slept it off. I love it, right?
0: Sudafed and whiskey. Yeah. It's going it's yeah. to <laughs> yeah. fix everything. And then
1: I just slept for like half that day. And, and then I got up and I held him. You know, he, I think he went to the shop and started setting up without me because he's like, dude, yeah. you look terrible. I'm like, yes. I feel terrible. I think I might die. But what? Yeah. I'll
0: have to go back and look in, in the notes and put uh, to check to see. I have the photos and see what dates w- those were. But I think that was literally. A, it about- in February.
1: Like February 28th. Yeah. 29th. And I think the training was like March 3rd to the 4th out of Canada. So
0: So that makes sense. Yeah. So essentially it was really like less than two weeks or around the two week mark of the pandemic starting.
1: Yeah. Right before that. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy.
0: No, it's crazy. I mean, I feel like looking back at the now, it, it feels like so long ago, but it really wasn't.
1: It wasn't, you know, and, and we've tried to count, how many times have I been to your house?
0: I don't know. Multiple I, times. I think we're going to have, I'm going to have to go back and look at photos and figure that out by episode four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we can, we can let our viewers know how many times you've actually been to Chicago.
1: It's, it's uh, been a lot.
0: It's been a lot. And I mean, you know, I think it, it was definitely not accident for the two of us to connect. And, you know, I think by combining our powers and our, our fields of expertise, it, it really kind of highlights that tribal knowledge that I kind yeah. of like to preach about. And, and then, you know, when we bring in the, our, our other friends in the detailing network, it's super cool that we have this tribal knowledge where For you can sure. consult with people, where, you know, if there's a gray area about something, you, we know the people to call. And, you know, I think I really feel like one of the things that kind of drew me into you was especially getting to know you is that you're you're kind of like a mad scientist where <laughs> you try to push the laws of what people say is right, right? So a manufacturer is gonna make a product or a tool or a, a, a accessory. And they say it's, you know, supposed to do X, Y, and Z. And, mm-hmm. you know, Kilmer's like, forget X, Y, and Z. Let's try A, B, and C. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and and I I like that that radical thinking that you have in your brain because I think that that's where innovation comes from.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. But right? in, the same, in the same token, I mean, you're very intelligent on the chemical side of things, where you know we've we've talked about chemicals and okay, right. what if we do this matter or, or what if we do this? I mean, look at the um, AP soap from Obruck. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was yeah. kind of your brainchild. Um, yeah you know and we're just right now i think we're testing the limits of that and that that technology component um you know i think other products will derive from that technology sure Um, so it's really getting smart like-minded people that have a common goal and and that's that's it's it's special it's definitely you know something unique and, and me and you fit so well together. Where you fall short, or or where your shortcomings are, I pick yep. you up. You know, and then it's vice versa. I mean, it, it's sure. a it's a really good, it's a great balance. It really yeah. is. Yeah, and if so, if if
0: so, if for our viewers, if you're new to the podcast and you really don't know Jason or you don't know myself, Jason, and I've said this. Uh, I I feel this is an easy way to understand it because, essentially your background really kind of stems from that hot rod community, the mm-hmm. car builder, the hot rod culture, mm-hmm. the custom builds and the flat sanding and that body shop world, right? Mm-hmm. And, and my background comes kind of more from the OEM world and the wholesale world and the car yep. wash world and the detailing world. And I feel like taking your background From all your years of experience with that field, and taking my years of uh, you know background and experience in my field, it really helps bridge the gap, right? Oh,
1: absolutely, yes.
0: It's it's detailing, right? Whether you're in the body shop or whether you're in the car wash, you know that's it's you're still it still falls under that detailing umbrella, but they're still in a way separate.
1: Yeah, right they on. are very much so, very much so. And you know, we've we've talked a lot about a lot of different things that we find common ground on with with, yes. with both. And they're yes. not they're not the same, but there's a lot of similarities yep. mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that translates into what we know as generalized detailing, whether it's high end or, or your end, which is low end. You know, it's it's pretty, uh, pretty interesting how that that plays out where a lot of people generally would think that those two jive together, but they actually do. Yes. Yeah. And
0: I and I that's kind of one of our core focuses in the next coming years is to target those markets and train with people in the uh, body shop world and train with people in the car dealership world and the car wash world. Because I feel like, right? We've talked about this in trainings many a times where most of the employees in any type of organization, whether it's the body shop, whether it's a dealership or a car wash, they're really not learning from a higher up. They're learning from the person that's next to them, the person that has already had the job and not to say That that person's doing it wrong, but the person that is showing the other employee how to do the job, they might not necessarily know exactly what they're doing properly. So they're kind of just over time, really just diluting down the whole process (laughs) while at the same time technology is going one direction and people are still staying in the same, you know, using the same tools and equipment that they've been using for the last 20 years.
1: Yeah, it's very plateaued. Super Uh, plateaued. And it hasn't, in in that realm, in your realm, the car wash realm and the, let's say the typical detail realm, that really hasn't changed. I don't understand why dealerships are still using rotaries. There's really no reason to do that because it really doesn't do any good. It's more, you know, like we say, destructive detailing than than it is, you're honestly better off doing nothing than using a rotary. Yeah. Just, you know, use a cleaner wax with a foam pad and a, and a, and a long throw or even a short throw DA. Sure. Um, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense why that no. realm hasn't changed.
0: No, and, you know, ne- nearing the end of my career as a outside sales rep, that was really one of the determining factors to kind of really push both my feet out the door. Yeah. was the uh, and i've i've talked about this before in our coffee with kilmers and i've talked about it on instagram and and live at our trainings is that really um there's just a lack of of respect and a lack of people that actually take themselves seriously
1: yeah
0: and and i read an article i forget the the guy's name he he writes a bunch for um i think it's i, f- I forget the name of the magazine Oh, gosh, I'm having a brain fart now. But he mm-hmm. actually works for Sonny's um, Car Wash Equipment. And he wrote an article once, and it's all about accountability. Sure. And and he, he touched on some really awesome topics about how, you know, nobody really wants to take accountability for anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And they like to pass the buck. And they, you know, they say, oh, well, he and she and they and them. And it's never like... Nobody ever wants to own up to making a mistake. And I feel like in the days of me selling chemicals, one of the real uh, obstacles I had as a sales guy was dealing with the lack of accountability. And I wanna give you an example of this, right? Like, so you have a big Honda dealership that spends 10 to $15,000 in reconditioning supplies you a month, right? Mm -hmm. Selling a bunch of used and new cars and the cars don't look right. Yeah. Now you walk in the door and you got the used car manager barking down your throat. Going, man, these cars are all swirled up. Mm-hmm. And then you got the detailer kind of giving you a hard time going, man, why are these cars all swirled up? So when you're a sales guy, like I used to be, and you have a good buying customer, it's hard to kind of respectfully put them in their place without yeah.
1: offending someone. Yeah, because, insulting them, yeah, because right? they don't, they're not the likelihood of them buying product. If you try to help them out, but they feel they're insulted, they're, they're going to go somewhere else and buy product. Mm-hmm. So it's a fine, it's a
0: fine line. And I, I feel like, you know, towards the end of my me selling liquids, it was, I started to really pay attention to that component, that there was just a lack of accountability, respect and responsibility on all parties. And then it's, a, it's a lot easier to just place the blame on the guy that sold you the liquids to do it in the first sure, place. Sure. Right? Hey, my yeah. cars are swirled up? Yeah. It's Matt's fault. Yeah. Hey, my tires aren't, my wheels aren't clean? It's the wheel cleaner. It's not me. Yeah. And so I, I feel like those little pieces are reasons why I'm so geared towards training and education, yeah. is because there's just nobody takes it seriously.
1: Yeah, you bring up a good point with trainings and kind of let the audience know kind of what we're doing with trainings now.
0: Yeah. So the Gloss University platform that um, has even come before me, right? Gloss Mm -hmm. University is kind of something that you and David Patterson started, and it's really all around bringing people with high skill level together that's not really uh, involved with a brand. Um, or a product or a person it's just that tribal knowledge and bringing industry professionals together and even if you're not a professional if you're a beginner bringing people together to train and to have a deeper understanding of actually what's happening because car washing and detailing is is i mean i i had i've been starting to think about this more like the last 10 years it's just like changed exponentially Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm, and i mean not only have the tools and the liquids changed but you can talk more about how the paint systems have changed right so you have you have almost like two things that are going different directions yeah in a way right you have technology in the in the paint world that's kind of just going its own path and then you have paint systems that are going their own direction and no one has ever tried to ever take them and pull the reins back and try to make some sense of all this stuff.
1: Well, like you said, you know, the details that you dealt with, it's the blame game, right? So Mm -hmm. the manufacturers will blame the guys spraying the car. The guys spraying the car will blame the manufacturers. And then you have the aftermarket, which is a whole different ball of wax. You know, we're taking those paint systems like we saw last week to a different plateau, a different level, where these chemicals are not designed to do, Sure. They're not designed to do what we're trying to give them to do. So then we have years along the way. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a hit and miss as yeah. we we've seen in the past um, Correct. and it's not getting any easier and it will continue to, to get more difficult and more difficult.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and with the, with the training piece, we are really trying to focus next year of 2023 and and doing a couple benchmark locations across the country where we can bring like-minded professionals together to train Mm -hmm. um we're gonna we're planning on doing one on the west coast in california in the spring one in the midwest in the summer and then a training out on the east coast in the fall and hopefully we can build upon that there are opportunities for us to do more than that but we've kind of all agreed that that trying to put too much on our plate might somewhat hinder and and make it a little too crowded and make a little challenging um for us to do that so i think we want to try to get a lay of the land get a couple trainings under our belt and then kind of take that even another step further in 2024 but training is a big piece and it's, it's really, maybe training isn't even the word. I know we've talked about maybe using a different word, but that workshop, the theory, mm-hmm. um, that's a big part, right? Like I'm a musician, that's my other passion. And there's music theory and kind of understanding how all that stuff comes together. And I think that's what we need more <coughs> of in the detailing world, because I can say as a product sales guy for almost mm-hmm. 20 years, that mm-hmm. it's a fine line because... I want to see my customers successful yeah. and I wanted to help my customers save money, but I also worked a 100% commission job. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you're kind of like a lot of dealerships that were my old customers were relying on me, the vendor, to give them the knowledge that they needed. Now, my knowledge was coming from a truthful, careful place, but I also had to kind of approach all those sales situations a little differently, mm-hmm. so I didn't hurt my my pocketbook. Either, yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. there's kind of almost like biases come into place where it's just like, oh, absolutely. I probably tell this guy this, but if I tell him that, then he's I'm no longer gonna earn yeah. income.
1: Well, you know, and then you work for a manufacturer, and you're stuck with whatever manufacturer you're with, and it's it's very fine line if you can tiptoe that line, right. Um, so it's very, very difficult uh, to be yeah. a part of a brand or even several brands like you sure. were. And it, it's, you know, these these products are designed in the laboratory with certain pr- you know parameters and things like that. But sure. once you get outside those parameters, you know, in different climates, yes, it's who knows, you right. know, when it's so manufacturers don't understand what's going on. The reps don't understand what's going on, and then the end user, which is the detailer, they're yeah. they're mad at both of those guys. So now <laughs> now true. you have this going on. It's yep. your fault. No, it's your fault. No, it's both of your faults. This right. back and forth mumbo jumbo, mm-hmm. and nobody knows what's going on.
0: Nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, it's dude. It's a, it's the craziest thing, and that's why I I know you know especially in the dealership world it's really needed i mean on all levels to some capacity people need you know continuing education Mm -hmm. or you know um some type of crash course or some type of introduction to really some of the fundamentals and that's why i think Mm -hmm. moving forward i want to try to use that word theory because most of the people don't even really know how a vehicle gets dirty in the first place and then they're just grabbing whatever liquid that they're using that yeah, it's doing something, but they don't know what it's really doing or what it's not doing, yeah. you know? And so it, it, it creates this whole other set of challenges. So, you know, you and I were kind of connected because we have a lot of the same ideas and we have a lot of the same beliefs and, and we're we're kind of cut from the same cloth, <laughs> I like to believe, you know? And, and I, I, I do believe that, you know, the training piece over time is going to mature as it should. And I've been saying this forever, right? Good things take time and bad things happen fast. It's like, yeah. You know,
1: <laughs> and, and the other great component uh, with us is we work so well together where, yeah. and we haven't worked that much together, but sure. like you, you stop and I start, I start and you stop. It's yeah. like, it's a continuous thing. And, you know, know. we, I we've, know. we've clipped some cars pretty quick and pretty good quality. Uh, yep. In less than ideal conditions, sure. And that takes. Sure. Not everyone can do that.
0: No, no, and and you know, uh, to quote one of our good friends, uh, Aaron Knox. You know, he says, "Adapt." We need to yeah. learn how to adapt. And it's just like we get too, you know, kind of stuck in one way of doing things because it's delivered really great results. Mm-hmm. That when you go into a foreign environment or someplace different you, if you take that approach, it sometimes, you know, might fight back. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, we've seen it. And and so, you know, I I think there's a lesson inside that. And I was, I was telling a family friend the other day a little bit about your backstory. And I think it's pretty cool Mm -hmm. for our viewers that don't know how much you've traveled, you know, the country, like essentially you've been asked to go to different locations to Mm -hmm. deliver a high level result. Mm -hmm. right but you kind of don't really like you could ask uh, this person or where you're going hey what kind of tools and equipment but you really don't know no what you're working with until you get there yeah right and so you've been you've been essentially forced to adapt in all circumstances right where you're like well hey i might like these three things but you only have these two things we got to find a way to make it work yeah you know yeah and and that's i think that that you know, you having that opportunity to do that in many locations around the world has given you experiences that most people don't will never get. You know. Yeah,
1: you know, you're very right, and and it's it's to a point now where I don't even get frustrated. Right. You know, it, it is what it is, and you know, some of these cars roll in, you know, and it's late, and we just throw down. We do, we just have to do what we have to do whether that's the right thing to do or wrong thing to do, that's not right. the point. The point is just get the job done to the yes. best of our ability. And that's all we can do because we right. don't have all right. these other things. We don't, you know, it's just, you know, you've yeah. been around it enough where you're like, okay, uh, sure. you know, but you adapt too, and you don't get frazzled either. So that helps no. out. because no, if someone gets, if someone gets frazzled, right. And things happen then it, it sets the whole course off, off track. It's it, it yes. derails that train kind of per se. So you have to hone it back in, bring it back in and yep. then hit the reset, refresh button yep. uh, and, and keep on trucking.
0: Yeah. It's, it's super interesting. It's like, and we were having this conversation. It was now that I'm talking about it out loud, it was my brother-in-law and I was mentioning it, mentioning what I just, you know, had said. And he was like, he's like, that's like a, it's like a chef. Yeah. going into somebody else's kitchen and trying to just cook up a gourmet meal with whatever they got in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and, it's, and it's, it's cool.
1: That's a, I think that sign is a true craftsman that understand it. And I think once you come at that level, you start to understand your mm-hmm. abilities, the yeah. people around you, their abilities. Sure. And you understand the abilities of a particular product what it can't do. And and sometimes it's not, it's, it's, it's never ideal. No. Uh, You know, and it's never perfect and you just got to just take it on the chin and keep on going.
0: Well, and it just goes back to the old saying that experience is the greatest teacher and absolutely nobody ever throws in good experiences are the greatest teacher, right? Good and bad experiences. There's a lesson there.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And, and sometimes stuff goes wrong. Yeah, and it goes the the way it wasn't planned to go, and you know that experience makes you that much more valuable for the next thing that comes your way. Sure. You know? and, sure. and so you know, working on working on on some of the training stuff, I think is going to be a big big thing for us in the future. And you know, we're we're trying some different things, we're adapting, we're trying to see what works and what yeah. doesn't work, but. You know, I, I really feel that there was um, you know a good reason that the universe kind of brought the two of us together, and I was able to kind of you know n- introduce you to some of the people that I didn't know, and Vise then you were you know vice versa, and and it's been pretty cool that we have you know the, the, this continual slow growth, you know.
1: I well, think- you know, and it's really cool for me, like bring you in the Roadster Shop or Davy P brings you in the Ringbuds. You're like you're one of the tribes. they don't second question my judgment they're like okay hey maddie you come here or hey guy come here like yeah they like you can't you know and it's like our buddy james he's the most famous firefighter in the world and he's detailed more million dollar cars than most you know detailers have and they all know who james is so it's all about the community sure working together and just having fun
0: yeah that's everything dude it's great and and so today is while we're shooting this video right now it's november 1st it's the first day of sema and the uh the tags and the pictures and there was a lot of hush hush private quiet releases of some of the cars and they're all coming out so it's been it's been a world one of a day yeah um it has it really it really has and and we're gonna do some more podcast stuff about the specific sema cars that we got the chance to work on mm-hmm. um hopefully we're going to get Mike and Jim ring and maybe Nancy on the podcast to talk a little bit more about that stuff. Cause it's just really cool to, to work with passionate people. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for infectious, right? Like, sure. when you yeah. see somebody that's really, you know, very serious about whatever craft they're in and you can see that you can, you can see it in their face. You can hear it in the tone of their voice. And it, yeah. and it, the other people that have a similar interest, it draws them in. You know? It does. It does. And it,
1: it's infectious. So, yeah. you know, yeah. we were, you know, detailing at both shops, the Roadster Shop, the Marine Brothers, and, you know, the smile and grins on their faces. A, they don't have to take care of it, right? They know it's yeah. in good hands. Yeah. And they're like, dang, that looks great. You yeah. took our great work and you kicked it up a couple notches. And sure. so, and that's what you want you want everyone to be smiles and happy and d- at the end of the day like everybody did their best yeah. and um, those types of people in those shops they know things go wrong oh and yeah. they, they don't they don't put the blame uh, on, on if we were to make a mistake they're like hey it's no big deal we'll, we'll fix it like right. it sucks yeah we're, we're gonna stay up later yep. than we anticipated. Yep. Um, you know, we might eat some bad ribeyes or, uh, you know, or, uh, you know, fall into a car or lights hit a car or jack stand hit a car or fall off a jack stand. But, you know, it's, um, you know, it's just part of the deal. It's part of that experience that you'll never forget.
0: You're so right, Jason. And that's, I mean, I want to keep doing that type of stuff. So, you know, I think it's, I kind of wanted to just talk to our viewers and i think we've done a fine job of just kind of mentioning that past because i I think everybody that's watching this podcast can certainly relate that since the pandemic started there's been maybe not a misrepresentation of time but maybe like time seemed to like really just almost stop in a way. Stan, it's
1: it's it's time stood still
0: yeah yeah and then now that we're kind of in this post pandemic world and in this transition phase with all this stuff, it's kind of like, at least for me, it feels like I, I keep saying being lost in the space time continuum. I'm like,
1: yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind it? of in the, the black hole or, you know, space travel where we're moving. Everyone's moving, right? You right. look around, you right. go to the airport, everyone's doing the normal things, yes. but something is not right. Oh, Everybody knows it, but no one, is going to say anything. We're just kind of like looking at each other. Right. Right. What is going on? You know, nobody knows. It's
0: it's really crazy. And then, you know, trying to, I know we've talked uh, for everybody watching, you know, there's been a lot of countless hours behind the scenes that, you know, Jason and I've talked on the phone, trying to plan the next training, trying to plan this, the next trip. And it's just like, there's been so much, work behind the scenes then then you know you don't really see anything fruitful from that yeah and it's kind of it gets discouraging
1: oh for sure it's like are we doing the right thing you know you know and you know everybody's you know details are looking to us for advice and and it's it's hard to give advice because their economies where they're at locally or not it's the landscape is changing so it's like how do we effectively Help yeah. and teach and do these podcasts yeah. to help people out, so they can yeah. continue to provide for their families. Um, totally. It's it, it's not what it used to be. No, uh, you know it, it's a very unique place that we're at. But I think if you stay the course mm-hmm. and you do the things that need to be done, not that's pretty, but right. it's kind of um, lower in fruit, as you say. you're gonna survive it's not it's not going to be pretty there's not going to be much money on the table but you're going to have enough to pay your bills and move on so when we get past whatever we're in right now we can survive and and, and be successful so this is the time to put the hammer down and and continue to push because if you push i think you're going to succeed on the other side well
0: and i like i've always you know I've always kind of said that, you know, detailing begins where car washing ends mm-hmm. and, and, and detailing in a way is like the gateway drug, yeah. right? Because so it is, de- for Detailing sure. cars is just one area of, of where the whole industry could take you. And, and I think no matter what happens with our economy, recession and things slow down, there's always going to be a need for vehicles of, all types and sizes to be cleaned cleaned and to be detailed. So it's just trying to be creative and, and working towards a goal. And, and I think that, you know, there's been lots of recessions. There's been lots of up and downs. Mm -hmm. If you look Mm -hmm. at the last hundred years, uh, there's been a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff that's taken place. So we're not done with that. Um, You know, hopefully the future isn't going to be as grim as, as some people are talking about and all that stuff. But, you know, that's not going to stop us from working no. on these podcasts. It's not going to stop us from working on the trainings. And I think it's one of the really big reasons we wanted to start a podcast was so we could be impactful without me having to fly to Washington all the yeah. time or you having to fly to Chicago where we can yeah. actually do these podcasts and really talk to the community about these things and kind of see
1: where it goes from there. Um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely a 1000% right. And we just, you know, it's not ideal. We know that Um, the things that we've tried to plan and tried to proceed with is not ideal. And it hasn't come to fruition. But you just got to keep your head down to the grindstone. And you have to pay attention on what you're doing. Yeah, and that's all that really matters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, but but with social media, everyone's looking around what everyone else is doing. And that proponent, their component doesn't matter. No, Uh, It's only what matters what's in front of you. Right. And but in this day and age, it's very hard not to look around and say, I wish I had what he had or I wish I had that shop or I wish I was doing these cars. Yeah, that doesn't that shouldn't affect you. It does. Yeah. And it affects all of us, but sure. it's keeping your head down and knowing that keep your eye on your prize, sure. and focus on your race, not his race or her well, race. And
0: I think you make a really great point, Jason, because really, when when you think of you know, we just worked on some really expensive cars for SEMA, mm-hmm. and 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 we both, you and I, got a lot of short pit you know videos and pictures on our phone, but it's not easy for us to take pictures of all those pain points and all the behind the scenes stuff that really went into that. We just take a picture or a video of kind of like the part that's the aha moment, the beauty, yeah. the beauty shots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, the finish. yeah. And, and not enough people, you know, talk about the burn rate and talk about how hard it is and see the paint because nobody really wants to watch that stuff anyways. No. Right? No no,
1: so, no nobody does.
0: No. So you just see shiny car at the end and you're like, Oh my god, you know, like I wanna get, you know, I wanna get shiny car, you know. How do how do we do that? So
1: Well they, they, they also didn't see me get up at two thirty in the morning my time, fly to Chicago, you pick me up from the airport, we grab a bike to eat we went straight to work. Like yep. most mm-hmm. people don't see that or the late mm-hmm. nights or You know, on the ground, you know, that dirty ground with plastic on the floor, you know, Uh, you know, setting up lights and doing this and, you know, they don't see that part of it. They don't see the frustrating parts Mm -hmm. before we got there of the build and things going horribly wrong. Sure, um, sure. You know, and things went wrong on both both uh, shops that we were at just before and shortly thereafter. So people don't see that. They see, you know, everybody in their button-up shirts and their collars and, you know, hamming it up at SEMA. But they don't see the other side of it the other that's side. not right. glamorous and it's not fun.
0: I wish we, you know, we could get some more analytics on that in time, right? Because, like, let's just let's hypothetically say that we had, a, like, a legitimate reality show. And, and people were watching this stuff. Like, would they scrub through those parts? Like would, if they were watching it on their computer or on that, would they just fast forward through all that stuff? Cause it's, I kind of feel like it's stuff nobody really wants to see anyways. Right. No, no, nobody,
1: of... nobody wants to see it, but that's what makes you, that's what makes me. And that's what makes us and our future right. are those pain points. yeah. Yeah, the, no, that's what molds molds you into something that's better than the next guy because that guy before you or ahead of you hasn't put in the time and the effort. I does. mean, the best the best athletes practice. Um, you know, I I saw a stat with Kobe. You know, during the Dream Team, he would practice his first practice two hours before guys would get up and go to breakfast.
0: How about that? Yeah, there there's pain the...
1: points in that, but. Yeah that's what it takes to get to that level
0: sure sure no it's so at any level it's so true and and um you know as we're kind of getting close to our 50 minute mark here you know my old business partner phil he always said this and i i know he was quoting someone but he always said failure breeds success yes it does and and, you know you need you need to uh, we're, we're kind of in the culture where we're taught when we make a mistake or we we fail at something, you know, we're, we failed. It's yeah. bad, yeah. but it's, it's kind of what you do post failure and how you handle those situations, which makes you better and stronger, Yeah, you know, uh, cause failure is going to be a part of life, big or small, uh, good or bad. It's just, it's going to yeah. be a part of life. So, I mean, I, I feel, <laughs> we're going to talk a lot more about that in the podcast in the future. And especially as we bring on guests, yeah, you know, yeah. you and I, we want to bring on some other business owners in the future and, and talk about some of their pain points because,
1: you know, it's not all glamorous. It's, no, it's not, you know, and that's why I say fail now. And I say it in our, in our classes fail now. Yeah. So you can su- succeed sooner than later.
0: Sure. Sure. No, it's, it's a, uh, it's so true, Jason. I mean, and I, I'm, I'm really excited for the opportunities that have been put before us. And I'm really excited about what the future has to hold because we're, we're doing some cool stuff and who knows where it's gonna go. I'm being optimistic and I'm being, you know, really, uh, I'm gonna remain excited about it and engaged. And there's a tremendous, tons of stuff behind the scenes. Before we started this podcast today, I mean, it was just like computer work, emails, Phone calls, video downloads, this thing, that thing, and then when we wrap up this podcast, I got to go back to work. <laughs> yeah, and get get more stuff going. So um, I'm excited. Um, we're gonna keep these podcasts coming. This has been a long time uh, in the works, and uh, as we kind of get nearing uh, uh, wrapping up episode three, is there is there anything else we should talk about, Jason? Uh, Did it's I it's. Did I miss anything?
1: Nah, just be patient. Just be patient. Take a breath, and at the end of the day, it is what it is. I mean, this podcast—we were supposed to launch it in February. Yeah, we're yeah. It's now November first. We're we're, (laughs) you know, and it's like, you know, or or KXK or Oberk or some of these companies that, you know, it's like a a locomotive. It's a slow start, but yeah, in today's age, we want it now. We yeah. wanted the Amazon effect and that's not real business. So true.
0: Yeah. It's a great point, Jason. I mean, it's, yeah, you're right. Like while you were saying that live, there was like a bit of like, I have a bit of shame cause a lot of this stuff, it, the behind the scenes stuff falls on my shoulders, which I'm happy to take on. But I also have a service business to run, yeah. which is, you know, which basically generates all the revenues that I have to buy some of this equipment sure. and do these yeah. things. So it's like, if you don't have one, you don't have the other. Well, so... yeah,
1: you know, and it, but it was how we got through that and how Correct. we're here now is yeah. communication between me and you. Yeah. And, you know, Correct. and, you know, it's I think that comes with age, too, and sure. maturity where yeah. we're like, yes, we would like to have start months ago, but that's not where we're at. We're not no. going to rely on the past. We're just going to keep on trugging, And, yeah. you know, that that may be 10 steps forwards and 20 steps back you know you look at our logo it's a long road it's a long narrow road and and this is life and this
0: is business so true yeah it's so true and i i think you know yeah we've we've definitely taken some hits uh in our careers along the way but those hits just make us that much stronger along the way and and no matter where we go from here the hits will still
1: keep coming no they will and that's why just that's why i say hammer down just just keep on yeah. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. And uh, it may not turn out good, but at least we we cannot say we didn't try.
0: Correct. No, you're 100% right. So I think that's probably a good point or a good uh, place for us to end this podcast for the day. We uh, I think we want to keep these episodes around the 50 to 60 minute mark because, yeah. you know, you and I get going deep in conversation. We have a lot of things that we, we kind of start to just pull from. You know, yep. generally we, we we started all this podcast stuff with coffee with kilmer our instagram series and it's it's um brought us to the driven by details podcast so i'm dude i'm excited i i can tell you that that looking at a lot of the sema stuff today it's just like there, there was a lot of emotion that kind of got stirred up and it was positive stuff mm-hmm. you know yeah um and it's i'm excited so um for our viewers and for everybody watching we appreciate you guys and if you guys have any questions or if you guys want to, to hear jason and i talk about a specific topic or a certain thing please shoot jason or myself a direct message we are going to be doing these weekly releases on thursday with our podcasts and um we appreciate you guys thank right. you have a blessed day guys thank you all right kilmer we will see you on the next episode and in the meantime
1: hammer down hammer down
0: all right guys take care
1: peace